Do you suffer from migraines and how debilitating is it for you? Uh, there is some good news on that front because a group has come together and formed called the Perth Headache Network. Now, I, on Sunday, I took the kids, Amy and I took the kids along to see the Peppa Pig movie. I got a frozen Coke and was sitting there watching that, few sips in, thought, oh, I'm getting a brain freeze. You know, that sip you take when you think you've consumed a cold drink too quickly? Nah. Above my right eyebrow got this searing pain and I knew as the hour had progressed that I was now suffering from a migraine. I've got to be honest, I don't get them that often in these days. But within the next hour or two, I could barely keep my eyes open. We were at the cinemas at Inaloo and went, the kids obviously want to go to time zone and those bright lights were just the worst thing in the world that I could consider at that time. So I put my sunglasses on, Amy drove home, I was sick when I got home, fell asleep, woke up a few hours later, felt a little bit better after taking a bit of Nurofen. But if you are somebody who suffers from migraines, you know that feeling and you know that it can knock you out for the day, a couple of days, you just want to be left alone, be put into a dark place. So when I saw on Channel 9 News last night that Tracy Vaux had done a story about the Perth Headache Network, I thought, here we go. Let's learn more about it and let's talk to Raylene Clark, who has founded this network and is the clinical coordinator. G'day, Raylene. Hello. Gee, it's good that you've put this network together. It is. Gosh, you had an episode. I did have an episode. I've got to be thankful I haven't had one, I reckon, in about a year or so, but they come on for me really quickly and you just, you almost lose control of yourself and, and your surrounds and what you need to do. You just got to basically get to sleep as soon as possible if you can. Yeah. So that was, that was brought on by that icy drink. Maybe, but I think I had the, the feeling in my shoulders. I start to get sort of tense in the, in the shoulders and I can feel, you know, a part between my neck and my shoulders where it, it, it seems to stem the pain all the way to my eyebrow. But look, maybe it was the icy drink. What do you think? No, I think that weekend, the weekend was horribly, horribly hot. Mm. And I think mm, hydration. One of the most important things that migraine sufferers can do is make sure that they are hydrated. When patients come into the clinic, most of them have always got that um, drink bottle there with them and they say, I've got to have at least two litres of this a day. I can't miss it. So I would say... And one thing I've been saying to the patients who have been coming in recently, especially in the last week, is how you're coping with the heat. Because the heat, it's dehydration. Yeah. Your body just goes through the water and you dehydrate really quickly. And most of them can't handle the heat like that we've got now. So have you seen a spike in the number of inquiries or patients coming to the clinic over the last few weeks in relation to the heat, Raylene? No, but what does the patients who are coming in are all saying, my God, they can see they just look really washed out. They just say, just can't handle this heat and their headaches do get worse. Yeah. So So that that could be what happened to you. Sure. What's the motivation to form the Perth Headache Network? Look, I've been working in the field um, for about 30 years and I thought, look, you know, my favourite thing to treat over all this time has been headache and migraine and neck pain. I thought, well... I went off and I did my master's in it because it's a master's program now, mm. University of Sydney. And um, then I had a look at this strategic action on chronic migraine from Headache Australia and I could see that there was this 
um, necessity to start a migraine network. I thought, gosh, you know, I've just got, there's only three of us with this qualification that I've got. There's only one in WA. I thought I'm in the prime seat to get this all happening and to give these people the help that they need. There's, there's most migraine sufferers and headache sufferers are left to self-manage. They go off to ED when they've got an acute episode and they just go, okay, well, let's just see if you've got a stroke first. No, you're not having a stroke. You don't have a brain tumour. Here's your three aspirin and off you go. And it's like, you know, and then they have to go off and self-manage. It's like, that's just not fair. And you can see the impact that it has on work, family life, everything. I thought, you know, and I've got good connections. So I've run, I've gone around for everyone and said, we're going to have this per today network. And everyone's gone, you beauty. And so we've got it. We've got the acute care clinic. Mm -hmm. So if you're actually having an episode of migraine and you need help, it's probably, they're not going to be interested in you in ED. They're going to look at you and say, okay, you're not got a stroke, you're not have a brain tumour, mm. this isn't life-threatening, you've got to go away. So if you know that's the scenario that you're going to encounter when you get there, you don't need to. You can come to your acute care clinic and get the treatment that you need. So that was taking that, trying to take it away from the emergency department into a clinic. So it's a GP practice that we've got that's been set up. We've set it up for the acute care for migraine. And then you can also bring in all your chronic stuff there. That ha- Everyone has to be assessed anyway yeah. to make sure that we haven't missed a part of the... And quite often what happens is a patient comes in, they said, I've done everything, I've tried every drug. Yeah. And so but with a really good assessment where we go through absolutely everything, almost invariably you have missed one part of it and that is the key part. So we compile this jigsaw where we see where the missing parts are and then we put those missing pieces in and that's when you start to get some relief from your migraine. Because it's obviously not a one-size-fits-all approach. Every treatment plan would be different, Raylene. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you've got to cover every single thing. You've got to tick off every single thing before you can say, okay, we this is actually... Most of the time, if they've gotten part through all of that, they've ticked off everything and it's still not working then it's time for you to see one of our consultant neurologists for... Is there um, anything you can do as a preventative measure, Raylene? Look, there's lots of preventative measures. And a lot of that is having to sit down with someone like me and go through all the triggers that they are. Most of the people who are coming in with migraine are women and it's hormonal. And so we've got to sit down and track the cycle to see just what is going on. So there's a lot of that. Generally, so you're a male with migraine, which mm. is, you're not the classic patient. And so when a patient comes in who's a male who's having those migraines, the first thing we've got to do then is figure out, is it migraine or is it cluster headache? Right. Because they're two very different things and they need very different treatment. Right. And that's obviously a more detailed conversation than we can have over the radio right now. But the simple difference for people thinking, oh, hold on, did I get a cluster headache or a migraine? Is there a way to determine that, Raylene? Um, one of the really um, good ways to figure out if it's a cluster headache or a migraine is when you've got a migraine, you just want to go and seek a dark room and you feel nauseous. Um, When you've got a cluster headache, it will usually come on in the early hours of the morning, but not always, but you get a feeling of agitation where you want to go and bash your head, the affected side, on the wall, or you just got to walk around the house. 
you. That's not a migraine. No, I definitely had the nausea symptoms and was sick. And then once I was, went to sleep and felt a little bit better. Hey, Raylene, really appreciate your time.